0: at one of the hottest restaurants in London, a charismatic commanding head chef by the name of Andy Jones, played by Stephen Graham, balances along a knife's edge as multiple personal and professional crises threaten to destroy everything he's worked for. A surprise visit from a a health and safety inspector sets the stage to put him on this razor's edge. And so many other things happen over the course of this one night in, in the life of this restaurant. And in the life of Andy Jones, we're joined today by the director of the film, Boiling Point, Philip Barantini. Congratulations on the film. First, let me just say that. Thank you so much. such a good time with it. And I'm very curious. I assume you've worked in a restaurant or been around one long enough to gotten this vibe because I did. I worked in a restaurant for probably five or six years in various restaurants. Yeah. And there is something about being in a restaurant. And it's, you know, and I'll just say there is. And you've captured this because. At some point in every night, every busy night I ever worked in a restaurant, it reaches this kind of crescendo. Yes. And then you can, after a while, you kind of know exactly when things are tapering off. It's it's, it's almost instinctual. You capture yeah. this beautifully. Tell me about what inspired this film.
1: Well, I was an actor for 25 years Um only until you know recently, and I during you know <laughs> I wasn't as successful as I'd like to have been. I can Just put it that way. So I needed to make some money, you know. So I started working in in restaurants, and I worked in kitchens and worked from the bottom for twelve years. I was in kitchens and I and I worked from the bottom, and I became a head chef after ten years, um, and then I was a head chef for two years. So during that time, you know, I'd seen and witnessed and and experienced, you know, exactly what you just mentioned there. It's the ups and the downs and the pressures and the stresses and the fights and the, you know, the laughs and everything, everything, every, In fact, everything that's in the movie is, is something that I've experienced. It's comes from, from a true place, you know, include, including the ending, which unfortunately that was, that was a, you know, that was some, yeah, something I witnessed and it was yeah horrific. So, yeah. So I have worked in, in that industry. I, I always thought this world is ripe for, you know, everything, drama, comedy. It, it's funny at times. It's got everything, everything.
0: Yeah, it does. And absolutely, every night feels almost, I've never been an actor, I've never been on stage, but there's an element of being on stage. I was a waiter. When you walk out there, first table you walk up to, whatever it is, there's something about that that element of theater comes into play.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And you have to be two people, don't you, right? You have to be, you have to put on your mask. And, you know, you have to be customers always right and and all of that. And it gets people down and they can't, you know, not everybody can put on that mask all the time.
0: Right. Right. Well, I've never been at the sort of the level that this uh, that boiling point is in working in the head Mm -hmm. chef, Andy Jones, we mentioned him. Uh, and and all of the sous chefs and all of the different people. He's the head. He's the leader. He's the guy that walks right. in and makes it happen. Please mm-hmm. describe that hierarchy for us because it is a fascinating part of the film.
1: Well, it's it's you know um, it depends on what restaurant you're in really, but it's usually like it's it's almost like a military operation. You know, everybody has their ranks, and yeah, obviously it starts with the head. Sometimes it's you've got an executive chef who is usually just the person who does all the paperwork and 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 you know designs the menus. Then you've got the head chef who's, you know, in charge of everybody. And then the sous chef is usually the one that's doing all the work. <laughs> you know, they're the ones who are, you know, on the pass, in the heat of it. Uh, and then below that, you've got, you know, the um, the chef de parties, which are the people who do all the cooking. And then the commie chefs that do all the cold food, which is like, you know, the salads or the dressings or the things like that. Um, and then, you know, lower again, you've got the pot wash. And then you've got the whole pastry section, which is, again, it's its own hierarchy, you know. So yeah, it is it is like a military operation, really. Yeah.
0: Every night. It's like every it starts night, yeah. up every 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 day, is a whole nother oh, yeah. episode of, yeah. of an ongoing soap opera. And yeah. I imagine a couple of things about the technical side. After all, this is film school radio. So I do want to get yeah. into that part of it. Mm-hmm. But I, I really also want to revisit just the acting in this film. Everyone mm-hmm. in it is so good and so. Thoughtful. Their performances are so complete that these characters mm-hmm. that you're able to to pull into this story. But the operation of this with one continuous tracking shot, mm-hmm. and then also what all that entailed in terms of the challenges of doing this. What were they? Or why did you make that decision? I guess that's let's yeah. let's back up because what motivated yeah. you to do it this particular way?
1: Well, we talked about you know various different ways of shooting it and i'd spoken to my cinematographer matt lewis and we sort of said we could do this in the conventional way with cuts and I'd, i said i'd like to, to i want it to be erratic and you know constantly moving and overlapping dialogue and all this kind of stuff and we would you know had seen movies like victoria russian arc i was thinking
0: yeah. that yeah
1: yeah and you know it's just like those movies just they create such tension and I suddenly thought, you know, when you're in a service in a restaurant, it is one take. You don't get a chance to stop or go back or let me just do that again. Or, you know, let's let's skip forward an hour. <laughs> you've got to, You're on this train and you've got to, if You you know, you can't get off it. And that's what I wanted to bring to the audience. I didn't I didn't want it to be, you know, a, a clever uh, a spectacle of like, look how look how clever we are doing this one take movie. I wanted it to be a feeling and and, and have an extra layer of tension to the film. So. So that's why we, we we decided to do it all handheld. Matt's got a he's he we designed this. Uh, he's had an easy rig on, and we used the Sony Venice camera, which um, you probably know. But you can you can disconnect the the body of the camera to the to the sensor and the lens. Uh, through in Rialto mode, so he had the body of the camera on his back, and then over the top he had the wire, and then he was holding on to, the, to the sensor and the lens. So it was, it was the, the weight of the camera was distributed all over his body. So he was able to, to maintain that for, for 90 minutes. The other thing about the Sony Venice camera is we talked about using the Arri Alexa Mini and a couple of other cameras, but the Sony Venice is the only camera which we could find at the time where you can live swap SD cards and you can live swap batteries. So that was like okay, this is a no-brainer. We're going to be able to do this. So we found a moment in the movie where we could live swap the SD cards, and we did that twice. Um, and both times, it's when when we go to the table with with the food critic and and Jason uh, Jason uh, Fleming's character. So Matt is like sat on a on a on a box basically, <laughs> on an Apple box, and his team around him behind him are swapping out cards and swapping out batteries, and then they go run into the to the back room, and then they give it to the to the DIT. And it was just like, a, again, like a military operation. It was just, we're in the process at the moment of putting together like a half an hour documentary because we shot tons and tons of footage of behind the scenes. If people were interested in the movie, if the movie, if it gets out there and people want to watch it, they might be interested in how we made it. So it was a case of, you know, then we we sort of, so now everybody wants to see this documentary. So so we're in the middle of putting that together at the moment. This is part
0: that I was so drawn to in the film, the, the performances, because inevitably i mean unless you're incredibly fortunate you have to have actors who are willing and able to be able to kind of be light on their feet to be able to i'm not i'm sure that not every single line was delivered exactly the way it was supposed to be so they had to adapt in those situations yeah and everyone does just an incredible job of keeping this thing just and and, and it's all about the tension every as the film moves forward there's this very distinct ratcheting up of the pressure around different characters. Yeah. And um, so talk about your, your your troop of performers and their ability yeah. to kind of be able to make this work.
1: When it came to the casting process, I wanted to cast actors who were, who were exactly like what you just said, you know, you know, natural and able to, to sort of be spontaneous and most importantly, be open and vulnerable to any situation really. Um, so the casting process was, you know, the first thing I did was I asked the casting director to send me some tapes of actors. All I asked them to do was to tell me a story, a real story about the worst and the best time you've ever had in a restaurant whilst making a cup of coffee. And now that sounds simple, right? But you'll be surprised. A lot of actors, they would you could tell that they were performing this story and they'd learned the story and they'd rehearsed the story. And they were making this cup of coffee, but there was no coffee in the cup. And there was just an empty cup with a spoon. And I'm like, that's not what I asked you to do. And so once we whittled it down to the people who I thought were, were, were good, and so we got them in to, to do a, a sort of recall in person. And then again, the same I told them the roles that they were going to be, you know, coming in for. They knew they knew, say, for example, what, you know, chef or whatever. But I didn't give them anything to say, any dialogue. I would say there's going to be some props, you can have some props. And you can, you know, here's some food. I want you to chop the food and just, but you're late. You've come in late. Okay. Mm. This is what I'd say. You've come in late for work, but they didn't know that what, I had an actor in the room who was then going to come over to them and scream in their faces about because why they were late. And again, you'd be surprised how many actors would be like, oh, sorry, I wasn't expecting that. I didn't realize. Um, can we just, can we do that again? Sorry. And I was like, yeah, of course we can do it again. But now you know exactly what's going to happen. So it's not spontaneous. Right, right. And so that's what i needed to get from actors i needed them to be able to be open and vulnerable and and be able to listen as well it's really important that a lot of actors they'll read the lines and they will study those lines they'll they'll have certain inflections that they do and and it's hard for them to get away from that so you know it was important that actors could t- to listen to the other actor put their attention away from themselves and onto the other person and that way they get a natural reaction in the moment so yeah so once we did that that's what how we how we did it and then so it was. It was. It was a long process, but it was worth it in the end.
0: I feel like I shouldn't single out anyone in particular because the cast is uniformly wonderful. the The woman who plays your the sous chef, the the yeah, kind of Vanette Robinson,
1: yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's and incredible.
0: also, also the woman who is the kind of the maitre d.
1: Oh yeah, Beth. Beth, uh, the character is Beth Alice Fitham. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Those. Those are just really great performances both of yeah. them because they're just so important to understanding the tension and understanding yeah. kind of the the game of thrones that's going on in the, right. in, the in the restaurant and they right. they make all of that front and center and they do it in such a wonderfully dramatic and believable way they're just they're just fantastic in, in those yeah. performances
1: i'm really proud of all the cast you know it's uh, to go into something like that and do it and nail it you know it was um yeah, really. It's, I, f- I feel like a proud father, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I before, I want to let people know Boiling Point is coming out. Um, it will be in theaters starting on November 19th. And be looking for this as well as it'll be available on video on demand and digital formats on uh, the 23rd of November. So it's coming right up. And uh, I just absolutely... Um, Implore you to check out this film because I'll be honest, it it didn't it wasn't a whole lot on my radar in terms of the publicity surrounding the film.
1: Mm-hmm, Thankfully,
0: mm-hmm. it was brought to me by some people that we both know, yeah. and, and I'm so happy because I want this is one of those films I it just will not get the financial backing that it deserves. It, you have to see this because it is about ninety two minutes or so. I think that's about right. Yeah, with yeah. credits and everything. And it just never stops. Once uh, Andy hits, yeah. you know, once we see him walking into the restaurant from that point forward. And I just, I fell in love with Andy too. I really, yeah. really felt for him and, and on so many different levels. Yeah, and he's, by he's the way, certain, Stephen yeah. Graham, by the way, I just want to case I didn't get the single <laughs> him out already, but yes, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, I was just, just going to say, you know, it, it's, um, you know, he, he is the every man and I think people, what's great about it is people can relate to it in certain ways, you know, Like, for example, you know, if if you've worked in a restaurant, like you say, did as well, you can relate to various different moments and you can you can you can feel them, you know. But but if you haven't worked in that industry, you've certainly eaten in a restaurant before. So, you know, you you get it from that side of it. And and, and hopefully people will be like, oh, you know what? Next time I'm in a restaurant, I'm going to be really nice to the to the waitress and waitresses, you know. Yeah. And there's a
0: couple of other there's some interesting subplots. There's the Mm -hmm. the table of customers who are water- ordering wine expensive wine at the beginning there's a little bit of classism racism there's yes. there's subtext to almost every little i'll say little but little side story that yeah, in yeah. The, the restaurant presents itself the women coming in for what could be a bachelorette party maybe maybe not i'm not sure but yeah, yeah. nonetheless all of those things and that's the beauty of the film the film again is called boiling point is that in a very short period of time we get a lot of information and that's in the writing, and it's also in the performance, but it's in the writing. And um, so, um, Philip, my congratulations. I I just, I can't say it strongly enough. Boiling point, see this movie, be looking for it, check it out. Available on VOD and digital platforms beginning on the 23rd scene theater. I think think there's, I really do, and I think word of mouth is really going to be a big part of of the success of this film. 11 British film independent awards yeah just across the board everything from best picture to <laughs> yeah. to best caterer i mean everything <laughs> you can you can be nominated for i think it pretty much got is is that yeah. am i being fairly accurate about that
1: pretty much yeah, yeah. pretty much <laughs> well yeah. my
0: congratulations and i i look forward to uh you coming back and i i'm sure oh, i'd love to philip barrentini the director of the film boiling point thank you so much
1: thank you so much mike it's been a pleasure they,